Welcome to Canada HR News Podcast. It is March 28, 2022. My name is Elena Bobereva. In today's episode, we will cover the news related to recruitment and retention, mental health in the workplace, report on abuse experienced by BC temporary foreign workers, and return to the office. Stay with us to get the HR news. Employers lower their criteria to find much-needed talent. According to the Harris Poll commissioned by Express Employment Professionals, to deal with labor shortages and high employee turnover, 26% of Canadian companies have hired people they otherwise would not have. 50% of these companies say they have overlooked a candidate's lack of soft skills. 45% have overlooked required years of experience. 27% brought on workers without the necessary hard skills. 26% have disregarded a candidate's ability to pass a background check. And 20% have overlooked the absence of educational degrees. Large companies are more than three times more likely to have scrapped hiring requirements over small companies. Earlier in March, the Express Employment Professionals reported that 43% of companies plan to increase size of workforce in the first half of the year. The top reasons for hiring more workers are employee turnover and need to manage increased workloads. There are thousands of truck driver job vacancies, and Canada needs to get people behind the wheel quickly to avoid even more impacts on an already stressed supply chain, City News reports. The Government of Canada says the truck driving industry is experiencing a labor shortage across the country and expects this shortage to continue for the next decade. According to the Manitoba Labor Market Outlook, the position of transport truck driver has the second highest number of job openings with 5,000 anticipated positions needing to be filled over the next five years. Manitoba needs to recruit, train and retain 1,000 new truck drivers every year for the five-year period, which is approximately one truck driver every eight hours for five years, said the executive director of the Manitoba Trucking Association. The industry experts suggest that provincial governments increase funding for truck drivers after they get their Class 1 license to support the new hires while they are receiving the training and not earning income at their full potential. One of the employers, Bison Transport, is currently offering a 2,500 sign-on bonus for cross-border drivers with two or more years of experience that are eligible to enter the United States. Captera's latest survey of 1,100 Canadian employees reveals that 75% of participants believe that it is a priority for their companies to address mental health problems in the workplace. While the majority of employees want to communicate face-to-face with their employers to discuss their mental health, some prefer other options such as email, virtual meetings, phone calls, and even anonymous employee surveys. Providing various outlets for employees to share personal information with their managers is considered inclusive, but only 18% of respondents have ever indicated their mental health struggles to their employers. 26% said they didn't feel comfortable discussing their mental health with the manager. 
To make employees feel comfortable discussing mental health at work, personal preferences should be considered. While some employees may simply not want to disclose mental health information to anyone in the company, others may prefer talking to someone they are close to. 26% of respondents reached out to their colleagues, 7% to human resources, and 6% to company employee assistance programs. In 2022, one-third of respondents had access to company-offered mental health resources, such as flexible work hours, wellness programs, and more. Two-thirds said their workplace did not currently have such benefits. Among mental health resources, flexible work schedules and paid time off for mental health care were considered the most valuable. In a press conference last Friday, Ontario Premier Doug Ford addressed the province's current rise in COVID cases and said that the province would continue lifting all remaining restrictions. Ford said that he was confident that Ontario's healthcare system could withstand another increase in infections. When asked whether the government had lifted restrictions too swiftly, the Premier countered that Ontario had actually lifted its mask mandate after many other Canadian provinces. Over the past few weeks, employers throughout the province started to plan a return to the office. With mask and vaccine mandates being lifted, safety professionals are deciding whether to continue requiring workers to wear masks and reviewing their vaccine policies. A potential new wave could interfere with these plans as the province seems to be on the cusp of a spring wave of infections. Temporary foreign workers in British Columbia have experienced many types of abuse perpetrated by employers and their agents, according to a report from the Migrant Workers Centre. It was discovered that many workers experience financial, psychological, physical and sexual abuse. Forms of financial abuse workers endured included excessive work hours, unpaid wages, wrongful or early termination, repayment of a portion of wages to their employer. Forms of psychological abuse include verbal abuse, threats of deportation, employer restricted the worker movements and activities after work, employer requiring the worker to live with them but did not provide a private and safe living space. Workers also went through different forms of physical and sexual abuse, including physical violence by the employer, exposure to chemicals without personal protection equipment, and repeated sexual assault. During the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic, 25% of the total death count because of the virus were attributed to migrants, according to a previous report. In December 2021, the federal government announced it was looking to further improve safety measures for temporary foreign workers in the agricultural sector. The demand for roles such as data scientists, data architects and data engineers is high, but their skill sets remain in short supply. According to Gardner, if a job description requires a candidate for data scientist's role to have three years of experience and skills in SQL, Python, AWS, and machine learning, that could eliminate approximately 98% of the current pool of data scientists worldwide. 
To attract and retain qualified talent for new and emerging roles, organizations can hire neurodiverse talent with strong mathematical, analytical, and pattern recognition skills. By 2024, Gartner estimates that 80% of large enterprise CIOs will have a neurodiversity talent strategy and that neurodiverse employees will comprise 3 to 5% of their workforce. And this is Canada HR News Podcast for March 28, 2022. For more information on the news, see the episode description and follow us on Twitter at CanHRNews.